preaching again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor Kelly's on vacation. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, what is our, our sermon series that we're talking about today? Praise God. I live, give them a star. I live to worship. Somebody may be attention to church. Praise the Lord. All right. So, we have been on this journey through the sermon series, I Live to Worship. And it's been a time of reflection and the power of worship, I hope. Right? We talked about what? Praise in the wilderness. Anybody have any praise reports? Or was I the only one? <laughs> okay. How about the greatness of God's love? And then last week we talked about what? Thankful confidence in God. Anybody thankful this week? Oh! For them greens, potatoes, lambs, rams, you name it. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about trust despite the troubles. Anybody got a trouble today? Oh, everybody got troubles, all right? So before we begin today's sermon, let us go to God in prayer. Lord, we just say thank you for the word. Speak to our hearts, move us from where we are to where it is you would have us be. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. I used to always hate when the pastor used to get the water after they get up. I just get the water before you get up. Now I see why. Okay. I'm going to put my mask on. So, Trust despite the troubles. So we have troubles. Everybody has troubles, right? Oh, come on. What you got? Let's hear it. What you got? What kind of troubles y'all got? Finances. What is it? Pain. What is it? Health. Okay. Any frenemies? Enemies? Neighbors? Family situations? Anybody had any family drama Thanksgiving this year? Lord have mercy. Um, okay. What about um, anybody who had a loss in their family? Was I the only one who had a loss? Okay, we had a few losses around the church too, yeah. Um, anybody had any interruptions this week at work? Trying to write your sermon, everybody keep calling every five to ten seconds? Um, but we know God, don't we? In the midst of those troubles, we know God, and we should have an expected enemy, an expected end, right? And it's for good, right? Because we know God is watching over us, right? How many of y'all really know that? We know that God knows everything about us. He knows all of our needs. If God cares even about a little sparrow, a bird that's unspectacular, how much more does God care about me? Amen? We're God's children. So, we have to trust God and expect God to work out the troubles in the end. So, we're going to jump right to the scripture, Psalm 63, verse 9. David says, those who want to kill me, he got some enemies too. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. Isn't that a bold statement for him to say that? David is on the run at this time. His own son is trying to kill him and trying to take his throne. But he declares in the midst of his trouble, 
Oh, y'all gonna die. Y'all gonna pay. I know God has my baby. He goes down to he goes on to say they will go down to the depths of the earth. He has a bold faith. How, what do you all say when you all have your troubles? Ouch. <laughs> what are you thinking? Are you declaring God's goodness in the midst of the anybody getting chased by their own children trying to kill them? No. But we got some troubles, don't we? Somebody said, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so David expresses his confidence that those who seek to harm him will meet their end. I want y'all, this is going to be a real quick sermon. Picture your enemy, your struggle, your trouble, whatever it is. And then I want you to say with me, those who want to kill me, will be destroyed. Say it again, because I don't think y'all believe that. Those who want to kill me will be destroyed. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to declare out of your mouth before you even see the end that you know that God is going to bring to an end. Amen? Where does David get this confidence, this boldness, because he got he to pass with God. He know God helped me before. God's going to help me again. And God didn't bring me this far just to leave me. God didn't bring me through the tornado just to leave me. God's going to bring us through this and the next thing and the next thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, his, he developed trust. And we have to develop trust in difficult times. It's a practice. Oh, it's a spiritual practice. I know many of us need to go to the gym after Thanksgiving. Amen? Praise the Lord. But we also need to come and do our spiritual gym. We need to do our spiritual exercises as well. Because you can be strong on the outside and be very weak on the inside. You have to be strong. So tell your neighbor, be guided by the word. So he had not only faith in a relationship with God, but he still had enemies and it did not stop attacks. You have to keep going on with God. The next scripture, Psalm 63 verse 10. He goes on to continue to declare, they will be given over to the sword and become food for jackals. What are jackals? They're like scavengers. You know, the lion is the king of the jungle, right? We should know that. And um, the lion goes after his prey, the gazelle, whatever it is. And they eat the choicest part of the meat, don't they? And then what? They leave the carcass, the whatever, the little leftovers. They said... David says his enemies will become food for jackals, food for the scavengers, the bottom of the barrel, the lowest of the low. Nobody cares about the the the, the leftovers, right? I mean, I do. After Thanksgiving, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. So, but he's telling them that they're going to be the bottom of the bottom, the bottom of the barrel, the sticky stuff that nobody really wants, really cares about, right? And you can even compare this imagery to war. In war, in battles, 
when people were on the battlefield, when they are on the battlefield even today, people are dying and they're dead and their carcasses are left. You know, life is like a battle. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but there is a battle going on of good versus evil. I didn't say race. I didn't say black or white. I said good versus evil. And evil is in this world. Not country versus country. Not man versus man. Spiritual principalities at work. So this imagery reminds us also the consequences of what happens when you turn away from God. You're going to become the bottom of the bottom. Less cared about. Rejected. The part that nobody wants. Um, and that is going to happen. What will happen to us when we reject God? Some of us already know what it feels like to reject God. Am I the only one ever rejected God before? It's not a good feeling. But some of us have sense to run back to God, right? Now, some of you might be asking, Pastor Antonio, how is this like rejecting God? How is coming against David rejecting God? I'm glad you asked. Because David was anointed king. God told Samuel, go and anoint David as king. It was God's choice. So coming against the king is like coming against God himself. And he's been anointed, so he has a special blessing. And I like what it says. I mean, David has so much boldness. Psalm 63, verse 11. But the king will rejoice in God. How many of y'all talk about yourself in third person? But Antonio will rejoice in, But the pastor will rejoice in God But the deacon will rejoice in God But the elder will rejoice in God But the matron, the mama, the father, the son, the daughter of God The child of God will rejoice in God How many of y'all can actually say that about yourself? So I want y'all to practice this right now Say your name But Antonio will rejoice in God Say it again but the church will rejoice in God. We may have got hit by a tornado, but guess what? But you, like the Calvary, will rejoice in God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You may have gone through a loss like I did, but we will rejoice in God. Hallelujah! You may have some enemies, some troubles, but Antonia, but the church, the child of God, will rejoice in God. Oh, we got to have some hope.
entire life go if we live the life of trust, a life of true worship. You know, I love worship. And worship is not just a song. It's a lifestyle. It's what's coming out of your mouth. It's tithing, praise the Lord. It's giving back God everything God has given to you. My life, my time, my talent, my treasures, my children, my family, my hopes, my dreams, my faith. Worship the Lord. Oh, it goes on Revelation to say, he said in a loud voice, fear God and give him glory. Oh, hallelujah. Because the hour of his judgment has come. Oh, you know when it was when you was a kid and your mom, you know you did wrong. And your mom was on her way home and she found out what she did. The hour of judgment had come. <laughs> oh, you got some stories. Yeah, she do. I want to hear about them later. <laughs> but you know when it's judgment time, it's time for the parent or the person in charge to act. The scripture says, Vindication is mine. Vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. It says worship him. It doesn't say go after your enemies. It says worship him. Who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and the springs of water? Worship him who made your body. You got sickness, but God made my body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got troubles at home, but God put our family together. In your marriage, God put us together. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Despite the troubles and the challenges, David declares the king shall rejoice in God. And in Revelation, we're reminded to fear the Lord and give God glory. Because God ain't sleep. Amen. My mama loves to say that God ain't sleeping. We find joy and hope. And God's ultimate victory and justice. You know, my stepmother passed last week, Sunday, two weeks ago. Actually, it was two weeks ago now. And I had a birthday two days later. And I was on vacation. And my sister called me and said, she's with God. Trust God. And have a good time. I was like, what? <laughs> but I needed to hear that. Oh, you got to have some people of faith that's telling you what you need to hear sometimes, especially when you're down and out. Oh. So when we have, no matter the circumstances, we can always say, if it's an enemy, persecution, sickness, you feel lonely. The scripture says there will be no more death, no more dying. Every tear shall be wiped away. Declare the word of God. Instead of talking about how big your problems are, Talk about how big your God is. Hallelujah. Jesus is my deliverer, my way maker, my friend, the hope for the hopeless. Hallelujah. God is the glory and the lifter of my head. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, my provider. Jehovah Nisi, our banner, mighty warrior. Jehovah Rapha, God, my healer, El Shaddai. God Almighty. Everyone, I love what this scripture says. First John chapter 5, verse 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. Yes. Come on, I'm going to say that one more time. For everyone 
born of God, overcomes the world. Oh, the world has a lot of stuff going on, don't it? Oh, the world is getting darker and darker and darker. Hallelujah. And he continues to say, this is the victory that has overcome the world and even our faith. Even in death, we can still have joy. When we know Jesus took the keys to death and hell, and we can say, oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Because in Christ, we will see our loved ones again. And we, too, are going to have an abundant, everlasting, eternal life. So it doesn't matter. I'm done. It doesn't matter what's going on. The current wars, the politics, what it looked like, what it feel like. Family drama, Thanksgiving, disappointments, loss of a loved one. Take your name and we have the victory. Take your other name and we have the victory. Sometimes the enemy going to whisper to you. You got to keep telling myself, I got the victory. We're talking about worship. We're going to sing. When you get tired, you're going to sing, Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Come on. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Oh, I told Satan, get thee behind. Oh, victory today is mine. Joy is mine.
expression of our heart's longing for God's presence and for God's love. So let's go to God in prayer. Lord, help us to be like David. Help us to be a holy, spiritual, bold force. Speaking your word. Seeking your presence. Even in the wilderness of our lives. Responding with genuine praise and thanksgiving. May our worship be rooted in your confidence. That you as God is our, our help and our trust in you. When even when troubles arrive. Lord, we can live a life of worship every day. Help us to live a life every day. Finding strength and joy in your loving kindness and joy and justice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. It's prayer time. It's prayer time. So if you need prayer today, as the praise team sings, just wave your hand and we're going to come around to pray. Myself and the lay pastors are going to walk around and we're going to pray for you.
grateful today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Okay. We got a couple of announcements today. Number one, Pastor Kelly's on vacation. Say it with me. Pastor Kelly is on vacation. Say it again. So what that mean? Now last time we said this, we had a tornado and everybody named Mama called her. And now she got to try it again. I don't care what it is, unless somebody dies, don't call her. Don't call her. Call me or, or one of the lay pastors. Lay pastors, raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Marvin, you ain't raise your hand. <laughs> okay, look at your announcements. You have some things in your bulletin. I just want to highlight a couple things. Barbara 